This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. Experience the empowering feeling of the Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Lease the 2024 RX350 Premium All-Wheel Drive for $5.28 a month for 36 months with $49.99 to exciting. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Call 1-800-USA-LEXUS for important lease offer and pricing details. Not all customers will qualify. Offer in the Lexus Eastern area and it's April 1st, 2024. You are Locked On Pistons, your daily Detroit Pistons podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is happening? Welcome to the Locked on Pistons podcast, your episode for Tuesday, January the 19th, and a nice professional weekend for the Pistons in South Beach. This is your boy, Matt Shook, the host of the Locked on Pistons podcast, a sports writer here in Detroit City covering sports gambling for PlayMichigan.com, a Pistons fan and follower my whole life, just like you guys, and a sports newspaper reporter for over a decade as well. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. Go to BuiltBar.com. Use the promo code LOCKDOWN and you'll get 20% off your next order. Thanks for listening. Thanks for spreading the word about the Locked On Pistons podcast. We're having a good time despite the struggles and the standings for your Detroit Pistons. But the Pistons get a nice split over the weekend in Miami. Brother Brian's got the details for us on that. And what is the trait that I like most about these Pistons? It kind of hit me with a ton of bricks considering the – locale on Monday night and also the holiday that was going on. I'll tell you about that and why it's different than past teams. And also later on, we're going to ask a critical question of you guys, the audience, and looking for your input and thoughts on a matter of pressing importance. But give me a follow on Twitter at Matt underscore Shook, S-C-H-O-C-H, another underscore to that. Also the Locked on Pistons Twitter account and check us out on Facebook at Locked on Pistons Dash. Matt Shook. Give Brother Brian show contributor extraordinaire a follow as well on Twitter at bshook12. That's S-C-H-O-C-H, the number 12. And, of course, playmichigan.com, your favorite website for all the information you need about the regulated gambling market here in the great state of Michigan. Big news expected on Tuesday, so be sure to follow play underscore Michigan on Twitter. For all of the details, over 800 followers. Your boy is growing that site and growing that Twitter account, come along for the wild ride at PlayMichigan.com. The Pistons had a nice professional weekend over these last few days in Miami. Brother Brian's got all the details from South Florida, his former home. Tell it to us, Brian. This is your Pistons game recap. He trailed by 20, 2.14 to go. Grant Skywalking. This is a guy in the... Western Conference Finals against the Lakers last year at Denver at a 26-point outing in Game 3. Went for 20 and 9 rebounds in Game 5. The guys went down to South Florida for a pair and came away with their first road win on Saturday in a 120-100 drubbing and a split with the originally scheduled Martin Luther King Day matinee that had its tip pushed back until 8 p.m. due to league COVID protocols going to the heat 113-107. On Saturday, the Pistons used a strong second half to propel them 
them away from the heat in what far and away is Detroit's largest win this year. The Pistons were led by, you guessed it, Jeremy Grant with 24 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 2 steals, and 4 blocks in a stat sheet stuffing performance. Derrick Rose chipped in 23 off the bench and 4 assists with 4 steals. Also off the bench, Isaiah Stewart got his first NBA double-double with 10 points and 11 rebounds while Blake Griffin turned in another solid performance with 15 points, 7 rebounds, and 8 assists. DeLon Wright led the team with 10 assists. The undermanned Heat team got big performances from Bam Adebayo and former Wolverine Duncan Robinson who both scored over 20, while Adebayo also had 7 rebounds and 6 assists. Goran Dragic had a double-double off the bench of his own with 12 points and 10 assists. On MLK Day, the story was different as the Pistons came charging out of the gate and the Heat worked their way back before using a very productive second half to guide them to the win. The Pistons' leading scorer was none other than Jeremy Grant, who has now scored more than 20 points and led the team in scoring in 12 straight games with 27 to go along with 4 rebounds and 6 assists. Wayne Ellington sent in 24 on 7 of 11 three-point shooting, while D. Rose joined the 20-point club, registering 21 of his own to go with four assists and two steals. Mason Plumley scored 15 and had a team-leading seven rebounds. The Adebayo-Duncan-Dragic trio proved too much, though, last night because they were joined by Kendrick Nunn with a big night for the Eastern Conference champions as well. Detroit split the weekend against the spread to bring their yearly record against it to 8-5, and five, and the over came in in both games. The Pistons stop in Atlanta on Wednesday night on their way home to take on the Hawks for the second time this year, having lost to them 128-120 in Atlanta back in December. That game tips off at 7.30 on Fox Sports Detroit and 97.1 The Ticket. This has been your Pistons Game Recap. couple more news and notes from Monday night. Jeremy Grant, 27 points, becomes the third player in Pistons history with 12 straight games of 20-plus points. The only other two, Jerry Stackhouse, who did it twice in the 2000-2001 season, and one Derek Rose, who did it last season as well. couple more interesting notes, and, and yes, uh, I said my piece on Twitter, 36 minutes for Blake Griffin, uh, Dwayne Casey. Yeah, yeah, we are not calling for Blake Griffin to be benched. We just think that in the world of sanity, Blake Griffin should be playing something like 25 to 30 minutes. And maybe guys like Sekou could play more than 10 minutes at, at times throughout the season. And, and also up minutes for guys like Sadiq Bey as you slide Jeremy Grant from four, as Isaiah pointed out on Twitter as well. I'm not the only one with this take. Uh, we're not going to beat it to death here today. But yes, for the record, Find less minutes for Blake Griffin and more minutes for the young guys. I think we can all kind of come to that consensus, even those who are uh, defending Dwayne Casey and the usage of Blake Griffin so far this season. But the Pistons do fall to 3-10 and 10 right now so far this season. They are back into the bottom of the NBA right now with that 231 winning percentage, a half game below the 3-9 and nine Minnesota Timberwolves for that first game of the season was a big olive green matchup there. The Washington Wizards at 3-8, and eight, having their season stalled right now, one game technically ahead of the Detroit Pistons in the Eastern Conference. So the most ping-pong balls and the uh, inside track to at least the number five pick in the NBA draft as we sit here right now, 538.com, with the Pistons win on Saturday night, uh, improved their season total all the way up to 19-53 and 53 after the loss 
on Monday night. That would be the worst finish of any team in the NBA. But now only six games as opposed to seven games these last week or so, six games behind the Timberwolves and the Kings who would get 25 wins apiece on the 538 projections right now. Uh, other things that I think are interesting and and kind of funny and ironic in a weird way, a lot of times, just like today's show, the Locked on Pistons, the schedule works out where there will be, for instance, like a Friday and a Sunday game, and uh, we'll have a Monday episode. Obviously, we'll not have a, a, an episode in between those two games. And uh, any occasions where there was that game and then another game, and then we'll have a, a Locked on Pistons episode, as was predetermined that we wouldn't have a Monday Martin Luther King Day episode, There's that has happened three times. In all three of those occasions where there's been weekend series like that, the Pistons win that first game and then lose that second game. So by the time we get on the air and, and get you a podcast out, the Pistons will have lost a game since that only win. That Boston game was on a Friday night, finished up by the loss, uh, a, a valiant loss, to the Celtics on that Sunday afternoon. Same thing with Phoenix, got the win on Friday night in overtime, then the loss to Utah on Sunday afternoon before we recorded an episode. Same thing for this one, where they win on Saturday night and then lose on Monday. So we haven't had really a chance to be reacting only to a win, unfortunately, here on Lockdown Pistons, and maybe that fits in with my uh, negative attitude that a lot of you guys think I have out there, which, you know, to some extent I do. I, I like to think of it as more of a measured take of how things are going so far this season. But, man, oh, man, Jeremy Grant, once again, unbelievable 27 points. He's been all that the Pistons could have possibly hoped for and more so far this season. And how about those wins, by the way, while we're being positive? And I got a great other positive observation and segment coming up next for you guys as well. But Miami, Phoenix, and Boston are the three wins for the Detroit Pistons so far this season. Those are three teams that it wouldn't be a horrible stretch. Now, Brooklyn, Milwaukee are certainly the favorites in the Eastern Conference, but Miami, Boston, those are second-round teams. And there's a world where one of those teams, maybe even both those teams with some injuries or some luck, sneak into the Eastern Conference Finals. Phoenix is certainly a team to watch out west as well, probably a second-round team, possibly even a conference finalist team as well. So three very much quality wins for the Detroit Pistons so far this season. Wednesday on the road, as Brother Brian mentioned, at Atlanta for a 7.30 start. And then a homestand over the weekend, Christian Wood and the Houston Rockets coming to town on Friday before a two-game set at home Saturday night and Monday night of next week and this weekend against the Philadelphia 76ers, although we know the Sixers are dealing with a little bit of COVID, and we'll see how that all turns out for them. But up next, what my biggest observation, the biggest trait that this team has, and it's a great one, it's a good t good one, and how that's kind of fit into the offseason moves and plans that Troy Weaver made. That's coming up next here on the Locked on Pistons podcast. But first, got to tell you guys about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. The improved Built Bar is even more deliciouser than the ones before it. 18 amazing flavors now, including nut and non-nut flavors. The six new flavors are mouth-watering. Caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, and apple almond crisp. Add that to the 12 OGs, flavors like German chocolate and peanut butter brownie. These bars are covered in 100% chocolate. They are soft and easy to chew. Best of all, Built Bars are healthy. They're great for the health-conscious guy. They'll fill you up, but they won't fill up that calorie sheet for the day. Loser maintain the weight while indulging in a delicious treat of Built Bars. These bars are low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, 
Great for the keto diet. All the macros that you could possibly want with any kind of modern diet that's worth its weight in gold these days. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKDOWN, and you'll get 20% off your next order. Use promo code LOCKDOWN for 20% off at BuiltBar.com. It's bang the over brother Brian, although this weekend I was hiding with some unders, so yeah, I had a good weekend. It's Championship Sunday, and have you got your strategy yet? There is one place that has you covered and one place we trust, BetOnline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at BetOnline.ag and use that promo code Locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. So Sunday you have three Super Bowl winning quarterbacks in action. At 3 o'clock you have Brady going up against Rodgers and Tampa is getting four points. There could be a lot of points with those two slinging the ball around the field and the game number is currently at 50 and a half. Hitting those money lines you get plus 165 with the Bucks and minus 190 with the Pack. In the later game Pat Mahomes and the Chiefs are laying three points to the gun slinging Josh Allen and the Bills with a game number of 53. Money lines in that are plus 127 with Buffalo and minus 147 with KC. Don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. Don't forget to use that promo code Locked On to receive a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. Yes, sir! Yes, sir, indeed. Rippin' East meets West on Locked On NBA Tuesdays. Wes Goldberg, Warriors beat writer for the Mercury News, and host of Locked On Warriors, and David Ramil, host of Locked On Heat, tackle the biggest NBA stories of the day, coast to coast on Tuesdays. Subscribe to the Locked On NBA podcast wherever you get your podcast. But talking Pistons, as we always do here on Locked On Pistons, a couple of things struck me about Monday's game, thinking about the Martin Luther King Day holiday, and also playing down in South Beach. These are two situations that the Pistons haven't handled very well these last few years. Now, the record in Miami isn't all that bad. Uh, it's about, you know, it's under 500, but it's not the whitewashing that I kind of remember going up against uh, some of these South Beach teams. I remember some of these losses were big ones, thinking about years that they were trying to make the playoffs late in seasons, losing some of those games in Miami. And particularly March 13th, 2019 stands out as a game that the Pistons needed to have 108-74, to just got drubbed by Miami down there. The inconsistency stands out in that one. And also Martin Luther King Day, right? They got these afternoon starts. It's a little bit of a strange situation for NBA players to play in. Um, the Pistons have gotten rocked in a lot of these games these last several years. Uh, playing against the Washington Wizards on last year on Martin Luther King Day. That's a 106-100 to loss that wasn't nearly that close. Go back another year. They had the Wizards again, 101-87. to Losing these afternoon games. The year before that, Charlotte Hornets at home. I think you remember that one, 118-107. to The year before that, they did not play on Martin Luther King Day. But so let's go back another year. The Chicago Bulls visit the Palace of Auburn Hills, 111-101. to Not a particularly close one there. Going to the Atlanta Hawks in 2015 on Martin Luther King Day, a 93-82 loss right there. Let's go back to 2014. The Clippers beat the Pistons in Auburn Hills, 112-103. to I think you get the message as we go back here. Go back to 2013. They did not play on Martin Luther King Day. The reason was because they were out in London for an afternoon game against the New York Knicks. That was a 102-87 to loss as well. you got to go all the way back to the 2010-2011 season where the Pistons beat the Dallas Mavericks on Martin Luther King Day, 103-89. to So, yes, a decade since the last time 
the Detroit Pistons won one of those holiday Martin Luther King Day afternoon matinee games. And that makes sense. This is a this is tough. I mean, it's tough to play in those games. We understand that. But also tough for a team that's not really mentally tough and mentally together. So that's what kind of brings me to what I like about this Detroit Pistons team compared to the the <clears throat> Andre Drummond teams from the past. And as a fan, I like the consistency that the Detroit Pistons have night in and night out. That's the trait that I like the most. Now, not as a podcaster because it's not as compelling to talk about kind of the same things day in and day out, and we'll try to find some new angles for you guys and more ways to liven up the Lockdown Pistons podcast during what is a tough season in the standings for these guys. But think back to me about those trips, the pre-Troy Weaver trips to Miami and the Martin Luther King Day games. Those were some excruciating games, some really bad losses, um, really tough for the Pistons there. Uh, but they hung in there on Monday. Uh, they gave the effort like they always do. Um, and to give credit where credit was due, I think the best symbol of the Pistons' consistency, the best personification of that is one Mason Plumley. That's right. Uh, we know that Mason Plumley every day, Mason Plumley is Mason Plumley is Mason Plumley. And this is kind of an awkward day to be pointing out his consistency, given that I think he played his best game of the season on Monday, going toe to toe at times with Bam Adebayo before Bam uh, showed who was boss late in the game there. But uh, kudos to Mason Plumley for sticking with him throughout much of this game 15 points and seven rebounds. Over 35 minutes for Plumlee. Uh, yes, I will quibble a little bit with the 35 minutes, but still, uh, the man deserved a lot of minutes in this one and got it from his coach. Uh, this dude is very consistent. He is not very good. Uh, I still don't see why you need to give long-term contracts to 31-year-old backup centers, but you see what the plan is with Mason Plumlee being in there. He is a pro. He is a rock. And really, the veterans have all been very consistent this season, and again, consistent doesn't necessarily mean uh, very good or great, certainly, uh, and sometimes it can even not be a good thing if you're consistently poor. Uh, Jeremy Grant has been consistently brilliant this season. Mason Plumley has been consistently, I guess, okay. We'll say that, sure. Wayne Ellington has performed consistently when he's been called upon this year. DeLon Wright is consistently overwhelming. Uh, we know what we're getting, the warm blanket. I would say not so warm, maybe some holes in that warm blanket, uh, according to Dwayne Casey's interpretation. Even Blake, he's been pretty consistent this year, although it's not a great thing for number 23. The rookies are fitting into this as well. Other Troy Weaver acquisitions, Sadiq Bay and Isaiah Stewart, they've been very consistent. You know what you're getting with them night in and night out. Much of the credit has to go to Troy Weaver for this, and of course Dwayne Casey as well. But Dwayne Casey's working on that one inconsistent puzzle piece, right? And that's Sekou Dumbuya. We know Dwayne is trying to solve that one. We are skeptical of the approach so far this year. But that is where Dwayne will separate himself this season as a coach. Maybe you can throw Josh Jackson into that as well as a little bit of a confounding puzzle piece, and we'll see which direction those two guys go this season. Certainly talent with both of those guys if you can steer them in the right direction. But that would be the chance for Dwayne that he's – you know, proving that he can be a guy that's worth keeping around is certainly for next season and maybe even beyond if he can make those guys consistent, raise their levels night in and night out. I know that uh, Svi Mikhailuk has had some horrific shooting nights so far this year and the shooting hasn't been in, hasn't been consistent from three-point land. But while that's the thing that is most important to be consistent in, it's also the hardest thing to be consistent in. I don't really consider whether your shots 
are falling or not to be an indictment of the overall consistency. So while uh, Svee's certainly had some stinkers from three, I would say that he's been pretty consistently the same guy, other than some nights the shots are going in and some nights they're not. I know that sounds a little ridiculous, but in my mind, it works anyway. It's more about effort, defense, You know, some of the intangibles. Those things have been consistent across the board. You look at the Pistons, they are not getting blown out of the gym Really, any night outside of the two, the three Milwaukee Bucks games, and that's the Milwaukee Bucks. Dwayne Casey's Pistons are never going to beat them. We just have to accept that at this point. The rest of these losses, these games we're talking about, these are 10-point losses, 10, 9, uh, 8, 10, a 3-point win, a 2-point loss, 10, 15 to the Bucks, 10 to the Bucks, 5 on a win, a 10-point loss, a 9-point loss, a 20-point win, and then a 6-point loss on Tuesday. They're not getting blown out. This is the same team night in and night out. Um, they haven't had a stinker. They haven't had their their doors completely blown off by anyone. Uh, the defense is not good. Let's not uh, say – I'm not saying something like that. Uh, but it's always about the same level. And that's, again, they're not a very talented defensive team, but you see a lot of effort. You see a lot of the consistency in that regard. Um, if this was uh, a great defensive team some night, you might wonder where that is every night, night in and night out. But you don't see that. This isn't a very uh, consistently talented defensive team. Jeremy Grant, maybe Josh Jackson at times. Killian Hayes showed some propensity for strong defense at times during his short stint this year. But the rest of these guys are just not very good defensively. So we're getting the consistent effort on that end of the floor, which, again, not a good thing at all because you're a bad defensive team, but it's kind of the same thing in night in and night out. This is like the opposite of the pre-Troy Weaver Pistons, right? Andre Weaver, of course, or Andre Weaver. Andre Drummond, of course, is the prime example of that. You guys are nodding your head as you're listening to this podcast. The effort... Uh, kind of waned night in and night out, and all the although he was talented and big enough and, uh, and athletic enough to even put up some decent numbers on some of those not so good nights, we know what we saw uh, from Andre Drummond kind of throughout his time here with the Detroit Pistons. Reggie Jackson injuries were no fault of his own, but even on nights when he was healthy or semi healthy towards the end of his run with the Pistons, you didn't quite see the consistency there with him. Certainly, guys like Stanley Johnson could look really good. One out of every five games and uh, a guy that shouldn't be in the NBA for four out of every five games. So that was certainly not a consistent look by him. But even the young guys, right? Uh, Luke Kennard, Christian Wood, Bruce Brown, and no, I'm not condoning the way that those guys were all discarded this offseason. Uh, we've been over that time and time again, and we'll talk about that more with Fri with Brian on Fridays with Brian leading up to the Rockets being in town on Friday night and one Christian Wood. But those guys, Christian Wood was probably the most consistent. When he did get minutes, he did perform for the Pistons. But Luke Kennard, a little bit confounding, even when healthy. He wasn't the same guy night to night, I would say. And that's part of being a young player in the NBA. Bruce Brown was pretty much there consistently defensively every night, but was too often a, a basically a non-factor offensively. And even as a Bruce guy, I will admit that. So, yes. Part of that's on Dwayne Casey. He's got to develop the consistency with those young guys, especially guys like Luke and Bruce who have some very specific NBA skills but some very specific NBA shortcomings too. That's kind of on the coaching staff, so I'm not letting Dwayne go. But I guess i got to give Troy Weaver the most credit for finding those guys that are going to be consistent night in and night out. I think that helps the young guys develop if there were developing young guys like Killian Hayes around this year. 
But uh, man, uh, just refreshing to see and expect and and have those Pistons deliver on what they are. You see the you see the positives in each of these guys' games, pretty much up and down the roster, night in and night out. And you see the same negatives night in and night out as well. That's not to say they're not working on them or the coaching staff isn't trying to change up some of those things. But uh, it's kind of refreshing, I will say, the consistency of the Detroit Pistons. But up next, I got a question for you guys. Looking for some input from you guys, the listeners. That's coming up next here on the Locked On Pistons podcast, which is a proud member of the Locked On Network, your team every day. But first, got to tell you guys about rockauto.com. You know that the chain stores, they got different price tiers for the professional mechanics as the do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com's prices, on the other hand, are the same for everybody, and they are reliably low. Rockauto.com is a family business serving auto part customers online for 20 years. Go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers. They get everything from your engine control modules and brake parts to tail lamps, motor oil, and even new carpet for your ride. Whether it's for your classic or your daily driver, get everything you need in a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brand specifications and the prices that you prefer. That's the best part, those prices at rockauto.com. They're always reliably low, and the same for the pros as the do-it-yourselfers. Why spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck right locked on and their how-did-you-hear-about-us box so that they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts that your car will ever need, rockauto.com. Hey, do you root for a team that might be very interested in the NBA draft? Well, March Madness is a few months away, but the future of the NBA is on display right now. Get a head start on next year's draft analysis by subscribing to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast. Draft guru Chad Ford has his first Big Board of the Year out with profiles of Cade Cunningham, Jalen Suggs, Evan Mobley, and more. Subscribe to Chad Ford's NBA Big Board Podcast wherever you get your podcasts. Now, I want some input from you guys. I was looking through some of those old Martin Luther King Day games, thinking about the Stan Van Gundy years, going back to John Lawyer and Mo Cheeks and Lawrence Frank and Custer before that. It's been a long time. We know about the the great history of this franchise, but the not-so-great uh, near-term and medium-term history with the Detroit Pistons. It's been a, a wandering lost last time in the desert, but yet we know – from looking at the numbers of Lockdown Pistons, that the, the numbers of this listeners of this great show uh, continue to grow. And you guys have been a great community over the last three and a half years that I've been doing this show, if you can believe that. But I have a question for you, and I'm hoping for some entertaining, maybe some enlightening, and maybe some uh, et cetera type of questions. Why do you still follow this team? What is it about the Detroit Pistons franchise that has you listening to shows like Lockdown Pistons, all the other podcasts out there, reading the Rod Beards and the Amari Sankofas of the world, uh, subscribing to other forms of coverage of this team, watching them night in and night out. I suspect that a lot of the answers will be people like me who grew up on the bad boys and then the going-to-work era. Uh, or maybe you just love the NBA and this happens to be your local team. What is it about the Detroit Pistons? Why do you follow this team? Give us a call on the Google voicemail line, 810-666-1546. Or were you out on this team and Troy Weaver has got you excited, has brought you back? Maybe Blake Griffin when he was acquired and was uh, very good a couple years ago, maybe that brought you back into the fold. Maybe you couldn't stand Andre Drummond, or maybe Andre Drummond uh, brought you back. Maybe the, the promise of a young 
Andre Drummond and Reggie Jackson and all those guys. What is it about the Detroit Pistons? Why are you sticking around as a fan and uh, hoping for some entertaining, fun answers? So give us a call. Leave your name. Tell us where you're from. How long have you been a Pistons fan? Why are you sticking with this team? 810-666-1546. That's the Google voicemail line. All it is is a, is a voicemail box that you can leave your message for us. 810-666-1546. We'll play the best answers in the coming weeks. But that'll do it for this episode of Locked on Pistons. Now, tell your smart device to play the most recent episode of Locked on NBA. Have a great day, and we'll talk to you guys tomorrow.